ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. down this wall. Oh, the band is out on the field! He's gonna go into the end zone! And what you gonna do when Hulkamania? Say no to drugs. Eat my shorts. gentlemen boys and girls and children of all ages hello and welcome to the bastards of babylon podcast episode 31 mm. 31 beers for 31 episodes can i fit it into an hour mm, <laughs> probably not did you ever do the power hour back in the day the power hour is that where you you get a group of buddies and one girl and no that's Take no it easy. Take it that's, easy that's going down the wrong road i don't know <laughs> you tell me what what your power hour is corn pop is a bad dude <laughs> uh power hour is when you take a shot of beer every minute mm. on the minute for one hour every minute like 60 shots you'll be dead six yeah six, oh a shot of beer shot of beer oh how's that go does it get you fucked up a lot more than you would think, yeah. So how many ounces is in a shot? One. It's oh, one? One and a quarter, something like that, yeah. So 60 ounces, which would be five beers? Mm-hmm. So five beers an hour gets you fucked up. More than you would think, because people always start off like, bam, first one, bam, second one, then by uh-huh. the third one, people are sipping, right? So you don't really realize that you kind of start Do sipping. I wish, wish I had a shot glass around me. And Let's do it next time. Next time, power hour. I'll, I'll get a I'll get a um, shot glass and I'll put five beers on ice and um, we'll see if we'll see if that I can make it through. Fucking entertaining as shit. Um, the pissing though, I'd have to edit out a lot of Ooh. pissing. Mm. I guess I'd have to take the shot glasses with me to the pisser because every fucking sixty seconds you gotta get it in. So yeah, that's the other thing too is mm. people generally lose con. Like you have to have one sober person moderating this whole running the whole gambit because people just forget like you know you can't keep up it's a minute you're drinking yeah you know because at first you're like is it a minute yeah jesus i'm thirsty come on Mm -hmm. come on come on and then like after about the like i said about the second Mm -hmm. beer you're like oh this is uh this might get difficult actually so you've done this oh yeah no challenge accepted let's do it next week i know you're on your uh I know you're on your Lent break from alcohol. Uh, I'm sure the people are dying to know, like, you know, you're probably at the point now where you're feeling pretty good. Your withdrawals have, you know, gone away and it's probably setting in pretty nicely. Like, maybe why don't you do this? Why do you drink? Why do you drink at all? Well, uh, yeah, it's what we're halfway through. It's got about another three weeks or so, a little over three weeks to go. So, yeah, man, I mean, honestly... You know, you have a lot more energy. You had a lot. I mean, I felt great in the gym. I had a great day in the gym today. Mm-hmm. You don't wake up fuzzy. You know, you're a lot more focused, getting a lot of shit done. A lot of off-season projects for football right now. We got the commercial that just came out. Uh, you know, 
playing more golf. You get a lot of stuff done. The only real, I guess, downside to it is uh, being fucking sober. That's the downside. Yeah, you got to like, I don't know, face your emotions and your feelings and you just got to like deal with them. That's the confront them. Honestly, uh, there's no escape. You take, yeah, I mean, you literally will take stock of, you know, who you are, what you're doing, how your life's going. And a lot like our uh, economy there, buddy, it's not all good fucking returns. You know what I'm Hmm. saying? Like, there's some fucking, uh, there's some dogs out there. Well, maybe I would be like the best sober person ever because I've got no issues. My life is perfect. Nobody Nothing wrong. Be, nobody would be better sober than me. Uh, I'm the most fabulous sober person. You know, it's funny. It's like he does it. He's he's famously never drank, never done drugs. Like he's um, like you know, people think that Trump is a party. You know, as a playboy, you know, party guy when he was younger, which I'm sure he did have some fun. But he, uh, I'm famous- sure he's had a cocktail or two. I guess, uh, yeah, probably. I'm sure he has, but like he famously just does, like alcohol's not for him, um, d- drugs, and he's also one of those um, they call him super sleepers. At least you know I don't know for sure. Obviously, I'm not hanging out with with um, Junior over there, but uh, or uh, <laughs> you know Trump. But like, there's there's people can there's certain people who can function on four or five hours max sleep every day we can all do it for you know a little bit here and there but we all have to have you know that normal catch-up day there's there's a small fraction i think it's like three percent of the population that they've done studies on they just they only need four or five hours and they never need the catch-up day like that is just what they need and and supposedly he is a um one of those super sleepers so fun little fact about donald J. yeah they say that about uh musk too Musk, oh, he's a super sleeper too. Yeah, he doesn't sleep a lot. You know what? That makes sense because, like, look at their like look at their faces. Um, they look puffy, tired all the time. I mean, like, even though they can't sleep because you know they, they're just whatever it is, their their mind just doesn't need it. But they they it looks it. Their yeah. body, their face does not look rested. Um, but they're also you know very successful people. So maybe there's something to that. I mean, what would you do with an extra four? hours a day like think about all the activities that you could do with that it was funny growing up uh my best friend his stepdad was so sort of like that he was the weirdest sleeper of all time like he really never went to bed yep he would literally just catch 20 minutes here 20 Mm -hmm. minutes there like he and it's funny like it's not funny but so this particular guy, which I'm sure he'll never hear me talk about this on the podcast, so it's fine. What's up, dude? Uh, he, back in the day, he had a business. He started with some partners or whatever. And, you know, as the business grew or whatever, they had different ideas about the business, blah, 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 blah. The other partners bought him out of the business. He, you know, made a good chunk of money. And he went on to do, you know, plenty of other stuff and make plenty of money, you know, <clears throat> whatever. But... One of the guys uh, that bought him out of the business uh, owns the San Antonio Spurs. So he gets free spur tickets anytime he wants them. So that's, that's, yeah. Cool. It's too bad he didn't start the Spurs or get in the <laughs> partnership with the Spurs. That would have been, that would have been even better. But, um, yeah. 
Yeah, I've, I've got actually uh, probably everybody knows someone like this. I've got one guy that I know um, that I uh, met in Austin when when I was down there for a little bit, and it just at first I didn't believe him. Like I was just like, whatever. And then you know you spend more time around him, and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you're he's they're always up. They're I mean at any random part of the middle of the night, at some point throughout a, a week or a month. They're, they will have been up at two, three, four, five, six, like all of them. And they don't, he, he didn't really sleep. Like he would sleep on the fucking couch, basically like the chair, like just leaning back because, I mean, he was never like there long enough yeah. to, to even justify like getting a fucking bed and curl up like that. What was the point? Uh, so yeah, it's just really, and it, and wake up and boom, you're just. I mean, just like you are when you wake up from a nap, I guess, for, for us regular sleepers, you wake up from a nap. If it's not too long of a nap, you wake up, boom, you're ready to go. And that's kind of like a... I don't nap, man. Like, Well, not anymore, but, you know, like when you were younger. No, like when I was younger, I didn't nap. I, I know plenty of adults that nap. That I do, too, which is weird to me because you're... I mean, not to call out nappers out there, and, and, but we're going to call you out, like... You're, oh, this is this is the anti-nap podcast. Yeah, your go. napping days should be over. You're um, what's the what's the scientific word for it? A grown-up. Stop <laughs> fucking napping. That's what kids do. Good lord. Yeah, there's plenty of adults that do it. I couldn't do it when I was a kid. I was always in trouble, even in kindergarten. You know, you got on the little mat, and you're like, uh -huh. oh, take your nap. Oh, that know. fucking nasty ass mat that just had piss and throw up and oh god, well, your piss and throw up. Oh, did you have a person really? They 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 gave you your same mat every day to have your name on it. I can't remember if we had to bring our own mat or not. I think we had to bring our own mat. Oh well, I mean, Bo Sivas and his uh his bougie uh, preschool, I guess. So we didn't grow bougie up like preschool. that. Preschool, it was Scurry Rosser Kindergarten, sir, and okay. we had to bring our own mat because the school couldn't afford fucking mats. We had a school. So I was the bougie one using recycled fucking mats that everybody's pissing and throwing up on, I guess. At least your fucking school could afford mats. When I was in <laughs> kindergarten, my older cousin literally took me to school because he dropped me off at this building and then he parked his truck and walked in the next building because <clears> the <throat> elementary school and the high school and the middle school were go they went bam, bam, bam. Three <clears throat> tiny buildings all right there together. I'm sure there was no... Um just sh weird shit happening between middle schoolers and high schoolers over there at all sure it was like just i mean i mean not between the kids there was a bunch of uh teachers that were sleeping with each other and then another... you're telling me there was no 12th grader that was like oh look at that fucking seventh grader over there and she's she's really developing i don't know i was in kindergarten well, you went to this fuck. I'm assuming you went to the school when it and through the years when it became yeah. when you were. No, I mean not when I was in high school or even middle school. Oh God, was I there twelve people? Was there twelve people in this school? Did you did you have a? Do we need to get into your youth and your your upbringing? Uh, I don't know how many people were in the school. I think I graduated with forty six. No, that's 46. not too small. Yeah, so that's not, not super a lot small. Of people, not a lot of people. I think I had sixty eight in mine and. We knew we were a small school, but, you know, when I think of where you went to school, I think of a lot smaller, so it wasn't too different. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot smaller town. Obviously, it still is. It still doesn't have a stoplight. To this yeah. Day. It hasn't quite gotten to that point. It's not, it's not stoplight material. 
it's still a one-stop town. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no. That I mean, I don't know if it's just because out in the country and that's not. Because you get ridiculed out there for shit like that. Like when I grew up, if you did shit like like people would make fun of you. For what? If you dated somebody too young like that. Oh like, yeah. But like for a dude, dude, we'd fucking kill you for that. We'd bust your balls. <clears throat> we'd, we'd just shame you unmercifully. <clears throat> like that's what's missing in the world today. Yeah, well, you can, you know, I was actually going to bring this up. This is a perfect segue. You you texted me something earlier about John Money, so I figured we'd kind of bring that up on the podcast. Um, yeah, that fucking creep. And, and go over that story. Um, <clears throat> I don't, how much, I mean, I don't know how much you dug into him. I've known about him for years. Obviously, this, you know, the, the trannies are my I number one. you have. <laughs> the, the trannies are my number one enemy, and um, it's, it's we have contractual agreement that we have to bring them up in every show. So let's go ahead and get out of the way. I do want to clarify that, though, since we're on the subject. Like, is it, is your problem with them just the indoctrination of children? Uh, yeah, well, it's, well, no, not just that. Obviously, that's the main one and the most crucial one, but it's more the forcing everyone else to go along with their delusion. I, we can get into deeper conversations about whether or not if they want to live their life thinking that, that they're a man who's really a woman. So so it, let me just pose, which obviously they're not going to do this because they're too in everybody's fucking face about it. But <clears throat> let's just say, for okay. argument, that they just went about their lives and they did their thing and they didn't really ever talk about it except inside their circles. They went to their clubs. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like gay people were when we were growing up. They just kept to themselves and did their thing. Mm -hmm. Like, if they were like that, would you have a problem with them? No, but with this, so, and I've, I've thought about these, I've, I've gone down all these avenues. So, would I have a, do I have a problem with people living uh, different, abnormal lives to themselves? Their truths. Whatever. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Like, no, I don't. Um, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. You know, it's kind of like that just, you know, you do you type attitude. And uh, as long as it doesn't affect me, then, you know, whatever. I get that, but it, it just depends on how you want to look at it. Because if you want to have like a deeper conversation on like, eh, you know, if that multiplies out, what does it do to a society? Because, you know, you, you incentivize things as a, as a society that you want to, uh, to, for there to be more of, and you, you know, you um, punish things or, you know, that you want to, you know, keep to it, keep down a little bit. So yeah, if you were saying that like, oh, it would just be a very, let's say 1% of the population that- It would literally be just like gay people were our entire lives until like, what, 10 years ago? Okay, but then, but then, what happened with the, with the gay community? It's turned into a, an entire well, rainbow spectrum. Nothing happened with the gay community. Everybody well, you else know, decided to jump in, and that's my point. That's my point. Is like you, it, it becomes because it doesn't just stay with them minding their own business and doing their own thing. It, it they, they they don't want acceptance. They want rewards, and they want to push it on everybody else. Yeah, I, they, I know that they want. I just wanted to bring up the hypothetical if they were, if they just did. Like I said, what the gays did our whole lives and just did their thing. Like, I don't remember anybody, you know, of course, there's going to be people that have problem with people no matter what. But I really don't remember that many people having that big a problem with gays as long as they just did their thing on their own and didn't have to talk about it. And nobody really dressed like 
I don't remember anybody really having a problem with them. Like, well, most people don't. Most people still don't. It's it's just the the flamboyance and the the forcing. Uh, I would the, say most people do have a problem with what's going on now because of everything that comes with it. Which Dave Chappelle warned them on his special repeatedly, like you're going too big, you're going too fast. Like you can't force you can't force uh, people to go along with delusions, and that's the whole point. So yeah, I mean, to back to your question, like yes, uh, if if trannies wanted to live their life as a tranny even if they wanted to cut off their dick and make it into a fake woman uh, vagina people have been doing for decades like this isn't a new thing it's just a fad now like it's the new popular thing but people have been doing it for a long time then in your hypothetical yes i could just be like whatever that's a small percentage that's not going to mean anything and they're keeping it in their in their quiet quarters but that's but but your hypothetical you know, as you know, is it's just not that it's way. Hypothetical, right? It, yeah, it's just it's just not gonna happen because they misery loves company. They don't they don't want they don't want to just be allowed to exist. They want to get as many people recruit as many people as they can into their delusion. They want to force you to change the the language, the English language, to conform around with the what they believe. Um, and that's you know that's where it runs into the to the to the problems. And but of course, the biggest problem, like you said, is the children the indoctrination of the children the the you know yeah that's that's the fuck that's where they've taken a turn to fucking no to to the point of no return because now they've already went there and they've gotten support on it and a lot of them are pedophiles so they're like oh shit this is our moment and now they're fucking lining up you know so, so, yeah, and before we get to John Money, let me just say that, like, on a deeper level, like, like yes, I could turn the other cheek and, and whatever, but on a deeper level, like, uh, on a human deeper level, like, one, if it was one-on-one, like, if it wasn't the whole tranny movement coming at me, but if it was, like, one person that I maybe knew, like, I was friends with and I knew he, he had this, you know, thing going on, I would you know, try to talk to that person because like at the end of the day, it's, it's a, it's a mental disorder. Like you have a, let's assume it's one of your friends. You have a friend who thinks that there's a, that he was born a woman. And like, he thinks inside his man body is a woman. That's, that is a, uh, that's a mental problem. So on a human level, if I knew that one person, I would try to like, like, Hey man, let's get to like, like, I know what you're, I know you think you're a woman, but let's try to, you know, go, let's dig back and let's get into like why you think that, how did your mind get there and, and try to like seek help. And this doesn't, I don't mean like pray the fucking gay away or anything like that, but like, there's something, there's something that went, there's something, there's something, they need to come up with a, sl- uh, 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 oh, a term for the, for the trannies, like it's pray the gay away, like something the trans away. I don't know. Well, or brainstorm that but like jesus, yeah jesus gave you the penis he wants you to have your penis don't cut yeah. off your penis so like t- so so yes as a whole i could turn my other cheek and, and just let them do their things if, as long as they kept it in their quarters but on a personal level if i knew a friend that was going through this then i would i would try to like you know find something to, to help that just like if you had like if a woman has a uh a friend that's going through um body dys- dysmorphia with like bulimia some a, a girl that's like ninety pounds, five foot five, ninety pounds, thinks she's that's fat. Hot. <laughs> it's not hot. That's gross. So, but like, <laughs> but like, thinks that she's fat. Well, do you just want to turn your cheek and be like, oh well, as long as she's keeping it to herself, it's. I don't think. It, no, you. If it was your friend, you would. You would be like, let's figure out what's going on here. Why do you think you're fat when you are clearly killing yourself? 
with this this mental disease. So I guess it's a long-winded answer to uh, way to answer your question, but that's it's kind of how I would approach it. No, I, I mean I like that. If it was a personal matter, you would try to help. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, we've all had. I mean, friends that are addicts or whatever, um, mm -hmm. and it's very tough to see. And you can. I mean, I've tried different. I've tried the. Hey, how can I help you? What's going on? I tried the hey, don't you fucking pull your head out of your fucking ass, you idiot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of dead ends going down. And, not, and none of it works because mm -hmm. until that person, you know, I know it's a <clears throat> cliche, but step one is admitting you have a problem, mm -hmm. right? And step one act is literally they have to want help. Like if they don't want the help then it don't matter you could take i mean you could literally kidnap them and throw them in a fucking facility for a year and get them stone fucking sober or whatever but as soon as they get out you know and that first bit of adversity hits and they don't have their support system or they just say fuck it you know they're going to go right back to what they were i mean you know it's a daily battle for those people that are you know truly addicts which that's Another good thing about the giving up booze for Lent, and one of the reasons why I do it on a personal level every year is just to prove to myself that I can, right. you know, because sometimes, you know, sometimes you worry that you are getting kind of lost in it a little bit. Uh, and it's not just, hey, let's have some beers with the boys or, you know, sometimes it's like Saturday at noon and you're four in already and you're like, is you're this like, a good thing? You're like, this is pretty awesome, but I don't know. Is this, this long-term good for me? I mean, yeah. Didn't I have something I wanted to do today? Man, I got to go to the grocery store, and I'm getting pretty hard buzz right now, and it's not even noon yet, but ah, fuck it. Another lap in the pool. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so, grocery store ain't going anywhere. So let's get to John Money. I'm sure that anybody listening has never heard of John Money, but he is – he is the he's called the father of the gender theory movement um he is is he still alive i should have looked that up no if he's, he's not okay well if he was alive he would be on my number one uh him and fauci would be on my mount rushmore of people i would like to murder uh and yes murder like like just tor <laughs> torture and murder yes th those two we're having a view moment right now <laughs> actually you know what you know what before we get to john money who's on your mount rushmore of people you would like to murder i've got two spots filled go ahead oh god i don't know it's an ever rotating list really like like you well, got like uh the you person got your, your the, wife your no i'm sorry what no you, uh, who uh, no go ahead the person behind me we had a glitch was, there when i was coming back from the hotel today that honked their horn because <clears throat> i guess i wasn't going fast enough on a 45 mile an hour you know were you in I, the fast lane there's no fast lane when there's 45 mile an hour on the street was there a left lane and a right lane there was three lanes wait were you in the left yeah because i was going to turn left well, in today's episode of Am I the Asshole, Bo Cephas is the... I'm just Did you kidding. not hear the fact that I was going to turn left? I'm just kidding. Yeah, and they're fucking honk their horn. I look back and like, what the fuck, bro? I'm going 45. And then they get up in my ass. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, motherfucker, we can do this. Turn signal. And they pull over like they're going to fucking turn, and then they zoom around me. I'm like, you fucking pussy. Mm -mm -mm. so this 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 random person who you do not know is on your 
He's on your. your... I'm not. I'm not even anywhere near the town where I live. I was literally going back to the hotel. Right, but what I'm saying is he's on your Mount Rushmore of people you like to murder. I mean, he was for about 20 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. I mean, it's a fluid list. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm murder fluid. I'm, you I'm understand that Mount fluid. Rushmore is carved into stone. Yeah, see, I don't like to get that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> that was he- tough. So both of us would be like, can you just leave one of those spots as like a, a open-ended question mark? And I, pro- just, I probably revolving. need about, how many, is it four spots on Rushmore? Yes. I probably need two that are ever revolving. Mm, just I open-ended. About, I don't know about murder, but I would love to punch Mitch McConnell in his goddamn <laughs> jelly throat. It would it would probably kill him if I'm being honest. It would he's definitely like, kill like him. A thousand years old. It would definitely kill him. So I wouldn't purposely do it, but I would love to punch him in his jelly throat as hard as I could and see if it exploded. I would love to do that. I He's fucking, fucking hate him. These lifetime politicians. Can we just make one of the spots on Mount Rushmore, Mount Murder Rushmore, uh, all of the lifelong politicians? Pelosi, God. McConnell. Yes. Uh, just go down a the list. There's, there's so many lifelong. I mean, I, I mean, you got to be a politician. Biden is one of them. When you're at plus 20 years, once you hit the 20 year mark, if you have not gone on to do something else and you decide to just stay in there and collect those paychecks, you go on the murder Mount Rushmore mountain. That's what I mean. I just, I don't know how the fuck we got to this point, honestly. Like, what society ever thought? That this was a good idea to have lifelong elected fucking officials. Like, and who are these people voting them that long? Yes, who the, the fuck, fuck are you? What I mean, the fuck? Yeah, that's just gross. Um, I mean, you, Biden, McConnell, and Pelosi have all been what forty years mm-hmm. in fucking Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Forty years, and yet and you know, they ooh, all you blame. They either blame <clears throat> the dude before them. Or the dude that's in there now, or what? It's been, you know, ever revolving, obviously, for them on the blame game. I'm like, the only constant is you, you motherfuckers. And yet, do you want to? Do you want a scary thought? In about thirty years, AOC is going to be a forty-year veteran. <laughs> oh my god! Of course, we'll be dead because the world's going to end in now like um, eight years on her twelve-year countdown. The world's going to be like dead in 12 years. we're all gonna be dead you see uh our favorite sleepy eyed uh fucking um whatever whatever they call those people now the global climate crisis person fucking greta thunberg oh greta thunberg yeah she deleted a tweet uh from 2018 that said the world was gonna end in 2023 because yeah here we are and, I heard uh, about that. She'll just—it's the same. It's like a fucking playbook, a script. You just—you just take it down. You put it back up with a later date, and business continues as usual. So this book I'm reading right now, um, "The Fingerprints of the Gods," great book, by the way. But great name too, Jesus. Yeah, and I know this is not the point of the book or whatever. The global—it has nothing to do with climate change or anything else. It's on a lot different subject than that but i did find it interesting the part that i just got done with is talking about the procession of the earth and basically you know how they calculated where the procession of the earth like basically at what points 
you know, the earth that's been its coolest and that's, it goes right along with the ice ages, you know, both of them that have happened at what point is the warmest, which we're pretty much there now. Right. And it's just like, it's the natural per in, but it's so incremental. It takes, uh, <clears throat> 72 years to move one degree and it's 30 degrees to get from Zodiac sign to Zodiac sign. So it's like two, whatever that is, um, uh, 260 or 360 years to get to the next Zodiac sign. And then from there, it's it progresses all the way through 12. So in other words, like I forget the exact numbers, like 20,000 years or whatever to get all the way through all 12 Zodiac signs that they come up during the uh, solstices or whatever. And it's linked back the the whole book's talking about ancient societies and ancient societies that are even more ancient than what we know, blah, 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 blah. But as I was reading or reading through that part, the procession thing, I was like, okay, so if we know we can literally predict the next ice age and when it's going to come and when the earth's going to warm, like, why is anybody still talking about fucking climate change when it's literally just a natural, it's literally called the procession of the earth. That's what it's called. It's a scientific thing. It's easily measured or not easily measured, but it's measured, it's been weighted, it's been proven. Like we have all the proof, all the data, like it's literally a fucking blueprint right in front of us. And yet people are yelling about fucking uh, ovens. Okay, question. So question, let me, let me, <clears throat> let me play devil's advocate and ask the questions that someone would be asking if they were on the other side. <clears throat> so, no, and you know, I hate her, but like <laughs> the, what, and I don't know anything about what you just said. You just said a bunch of things are way over my head. But uh, this normal um, progression throughout the history of, you know, recordings that, that, that they're talking about, obviously, the amount of humans on Earth is astronomically more prevalent now than at any point in history. So what is, and, and with the Industrial Revolution and all the, you know, the, the things that we've done, what effect in this short, tiny little time frame that we've had this, you know, boom of, of an industrialism what effect does that have on this you know set in stone time frame that you're talking about where it would be the next ice age well what if what if human development has come along to the point where it's accelerated how much change is that does it even talk about that at all in the book i don't know if he does because it i mean again i'm still i'm probably about 60 percent through you know what i'm saying though like i doubt that he does because it's not what the book is about at all like i said i i just found it interesting but that's the hot bucket but how possession how the procession works it has to do with you know the tilt of the earth the uh rotation of the earth the rotation around the sun our uh, orbit around the sun and basically at at a certain point since our orbit is not a circle it's an ellipses or whatever mm -hmm. at its most elliptical right so in other words the furthest it gets from the sun and the procession tilts out because the, the wobble on the tilt because we're going around like this but it has a slight wobble the wobble wobbles the earth it tilts it so we get the least amount of sun per day every single day for like thousands of years and we're oh, the furthest shit. away that we'll be for thousands of years and that's when the ice obviously starts to grow because it's fucking cold as shit Burr. and then it comes back around and obviously the ice starts to melt and, <clears throat> and regress how much have we had an effect on the environment? I honestly don't know that, but what I do know is we can't change 
the tilt of the Earth, no matter what we do. We can't change the fucking orbit. We don't have the technology to do any of that. We can't change the fucking wobble. We physically can't do anything to stop what that process is. Now, how much have we fucked up the ozone, the environment, whatever? I mean, I'm not going to argue with you on that. I have no fucking idea, but all I know is this thing is going to happen no matter what the fuck we do. Right. Period. Yeah. So a couple things. Obviously, yes, you're right. You can't change that. The effect that we have on it, uh, we didn't know, obviously, when all this first, you know, society and people, humans didn't know the effect it was having. We've learned the effect it's having and people are starting to make changes. And actually, I've I've read that the ozone is repairing itself. So even in this short amount of time that, oh, my God, we're killing the ozone is going to kill us all. Well, we're already repairing it in our lifetimes. It's already starting to repair. Um, And it, but you're, yeah, you're right because because the Earth is still going to do what it's and and the solar system, it'll just wipe us out. Like I mean, yeah. it'll just it, it it doesn't even matter because it'll just wipe us out, clean slate it, probably bury this civil civilization like it's buried other civilizations, and another uh, civilization ten thousand years from now is going to dig under and be like, oh look. I found the bastards of Babylon. That's weird. What, what were they doing? What were and, they doing back and, here? And that is actually what the book is about. Is you know because all a lot of these ancient civilizations, uh, in almost every one of them, they all believe that <clears throat> you know this whole thing has been started and ended on many occasions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know we basically start over every time from nothing, and everybody kind of has to learn all over again. But a society is. You know what anything is language all of it i so, wonder how i wonder how you just gotta wonder like how far does the, do the civilizations go and that that brings in like the aliens thing like what if what if aliens are just past civilizations that is like maybe they were they were to where we're at now but it but further advanced to where they could they could get the technology to you know leave the uh, either the solar system or whatever and they're coming back to visit and be like, look at these fuckers. They're 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 way behind where we were. We got we got millennials of, of entertainment and uh, they got a there's this dude leading America, this this thing they call America. He can he can't even speak. <laughs> he he can't walk, he can't talk, and he is the leader of the uh basically the entire globe. So what what great entertainment. The funny thing is if those people would have been like Oh shit! Yeah, we read about that guy in history. That was like a hundred years before we got the fuck out of there. Uh, <laughs> like we know where this fucking we know where this is going. Uh, like, oh, we're getting we're getting the end of this. This the end of this good book is is getting real good. Every, everybody on their planet like immediately starts <clears throat> investing in real estate development because they know there's going to be a whole other civilization showing up in about a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, uh, well, I mean, it, it feels like, and I'm sure every every generation says that, but boy, it sure feels like the end of uh, times are, are around here these days with uh, men becoming, men saying they can be women, banks are fucking crashing every day now, and, and then now we've got the government just basically, uh, the news came out today that the, the government is basically just nationalized and taken over the banking system uh, with Joe Biden, um, you know, extending the FDIC insurance for banks from 250,000 to all of it. We'll just take care of all of it. It doesn't matter, which is basically essentially a government tank over of the banking system, which 
what could go wrong there? I mean, everything else that the bank, that government touches runs perfect. Doesn't it? <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. That's so, a scary thought. They can't even get the fucking mail to us and make they, a profit. They can't get the mail out right. They can't teach children right. The public schooling system is a fucking joke. I mean, just on and on. They, we, how, if, we, if our credit score was what uh, America's, like, <laughs> the way we carry trillions and trillions of debt, <laughs> we wouldn't be able to buy shit. But me, if I miss one fucking payment, one payment, my score goes, boom, down in the fucking toilet, and I've got to, like, it takes me months to build it back up. Seems legit, right? The real scary thing is what if people really wake up one day and realize that legally we don't have to pay income tax? It's not the way it was written up. That it was, it was, it was invented along the way as, like, hey, uh, we'll just, uh, not only will you pay income tax, we'll take it from you. Before you even get it. And if we feel like we owe more than what you paid, we'll either garnish your wages or if you don't have, I don't have any money, we'll just take your shit. And if you ain't got no shit to take, we'll incarcerate you and put you in jail. (laughs) And all for something that's not even legal. If you actually read through it, it's illegal. Federal income tax is illegal. The Fed is illegal. That's not a fucking federal. That's that's not a government agency at all. So none of it is legal. They just take, they steal our money and we go along with it, which I'm fine with paying taxes. If it was for the greater good, keep the country going. I try to do my part, whatever little part that is. That's fine. If that's what it takes to build society, I'm willing to pay the debt that it takes to perpetuate the place that I fucking live in. I want to have... It should be community level, though, not federal. That's my opinion. Yeah, of course. But either way, I still participate, and that's fine. But, like I said, if people really do wake up, or if it gets that bad, and people are like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not paying taxes anymore. Uh, I claim 11 on my taxes. Give me all my money. And, you know, no. I'm not, I'm not, not going to fucking whatever. You, I don't know what the house is. What, what do you got to get to to get all of your money? What just like, if you, if you knew you had one year to live, I guess you wouldn't be working at all. You, you just, you, that's, that's a dumb scenario. I was going to say, if you had one year to live, you just, but yeah, you wouldn't work at all. You just I mean, in reality, what you have to do, you have to earn less than like $7,500 and only do you get to keep every penny. You get it all back. Plus like about nine grand if you have kids. Oh, but, but. But what if you are just doing it to get as much as much? And let's say you make a hundred thousand. What do you have to claim to get as much back without them touching it? And then they're going to say you owe like twenty five grand at the end of the year. I don't Is know. there a number? I haven't tried it. I don't know. Okay, along with the um, the beer challenge, yeah. I'm going to change my taxes to um, 105 dependents. Yeah. <laughs> just give me give me all my money. You're going to fill out a W four live on the podcast. I will get a fucking call instantly from the IRS while I do it. Like, sir, sir, we've been watching you. You can't. Yes, just you're you're taking it too far. That's that's not go crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's just still insane that they literally can incarcerate people owed money that we never owed in the first place there's just a lot of stupid shit i mean just something stupid like facebook or uh all the social media bots like like they can't fucking figure out how to stop the bots and get rid of those accounts but you say one naughty word that they don't like they're on you like fly on shit 
Oh, they can. They can <laughs> figure it out. They don't because their amount of users and the engagement that those bots bring pump up their numbers for advertisers. Like, oh, we have this many million users and they have this many millions of engagements and blah, blah, blah. So that's how they sell ad revenue. That's why Twitter was such a fucking scam for so long. And all those advertiser, advertisers started pulling out when Musk, you know, did what he did and was like, hey, you're, that's why he tried to grenade the deals. Like, this shit ain't worth what I said because half your fucking users are fake. All right. And, and it wasn't really half or whatever. I don't know what he ended up proving or not proven, but that's how they do. That's why they don't really care that the bots are there because, <clears throat> like, fuck it. It just brings more revenue. You know, it's annoying, but. Yeah, it's stupid. Well, let's get to John Money before we get too far on this. Uh, like I was saying, he is uh, known as the father of the gender movement. <clears throat> he was a professor. I'm going to say briefly what I know about him. And you can jump in and, and whatever you uh, recently saw. Uh, he was a, a professor at Harvard. <clears throat> um, he, Harvard. Harvard. major. <laughs> he believed basically, obviously, that gender was a social uh, construct and that you could raise um, kids as a girl if they're a boy. And if you did everything to raise them that way, that it would make no difference whatsoever. Uh, he also believed that um, pedophilia wasn't necessarily wrong. Love between a uh, an adult and a child. Love is love, man. Hey, come on, man. Love is love. It's no big deal. That's what he believed. And also, he wasn't necessarily against um, incest, bestiality. You know, just the whole sex spectrum, he was very loose on completely. Uh, and he did a famous, uh, both of these I'll let you talk about it. He did a famous study on a set of twins in the 70s, I believe, from Canada, um, and what, what did you, uh, <laughs> what did you, what did you glean from that, uh, whole experiment he did? Well, the shittiest part of it was, you know, his results were fudged and the movement that is <laughs> were today, they, were they fudged a slightly yeah. by him also. Yeah. And the movement today still cites that uh, <clears throat> experiment as their proof going forward that this is such a good thing. Um, yeah, all but the kids in college, all the kids in college are, are learning his theories that were tragic. Good. So this dude, uh, there was twin boys <clears throat> born. One of them, uh, his circumcision got botched. Whoops. Yeah. And uh, he lost his pee pee. Do you know how it got botched? No. It was obviously you know most people use the use you know the blade and they cut it off. Well, they had this. We had this one doctor. Uh, and this is not this is not um, John Money. This is a just Doc, a circum. Doctor Dix be gone. <laughs> well, he used a. <laughs> it was some sort of um, like electricity hot, like a rod that got real hot, and it was oh like a God. like a new it's method. Soldering they were iron? basically yes, and it was it was um, it was like a new way we're going to do this, and it did not go well. So um, yeah, go ahead. Oh God. Well, I guess after. The uh, good doctor there burnt the boy's <laughs> dick off. Uh, Sorry. I don't want to laugh at that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy, uh, whatever his name was, you said. John Money? Yeah. He took these <clears throat> boys, he convinced these parents for some reason. Well, the parents, the doctor convinced the parents to have reconstructive surgery, make the little boy a female. And so the little boy didn't know any different. He thought he was a female. That's how he was raised as a female. And this doctor, or not the doctor, yeah, whatever, John Money, he mm. 
took these boys and did an experiment on them to say, hey, this is a is a real boy, born a boy, but he's a girl. I can prove that it's just a social construct and he'll grow up to be just fine as a woman mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And his brother will be just fine with it. But then he started doing these weird, like, sexual experiences with them, like sexual experiments, making them get naked, making the the boy that still had the penis hump the little boy that didn't have the yeah. penis anymore. Yeah. Naked. Sex, sex simulation, yeah. Naked mm -hmm. brothers doing this. Mm -hmm. And this went on, I mean, their whole childhood. And even though they hated it, they refused to do it. You know, he would fucking, you know, punish them. If they didn't do everything he asked them to do and blah 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 and uh yeah in the end he published this bullshit findings that it went so well well they're both dead uh both of them one of them killed themselves and the other they one both they both did they both one, killed, uh, one swallowed a bunch of pills the other one shot himself in the head with a sawed off shotgun mm -hmm. was not it, that shotgun was actually found on site though so he didn't follow the clinton yeah, he he didn't he didn't Clinton himself. He he, he did it the old fashioned in, way. Yeah, he didn't shoot himself in the chest and then hang himself with an extension cord. It was and was and it was uh, not funny fact, not fun fact, but tragic fact is that the uh, the brother that was not the circumcision was not you know botched on the actual you know normal quote unquote. So he was the one that killed himself first, and then um, the the guy that that was uh, mutilated and then uh, he did it later um but oh, just but before before he did that though his parents finally told him the truth that he was not a girl at 13 yes yeah. at, at and then 13 he changed his name back to david not back to david it was that their original names were um i don't remember their it it was a couple of b names uh, like i don't know blake just it doesn't matter what but when he changed, when he found out that actually you're a boy, and we'll tell you the truth about this thing, he didn't go back to his birth name. He went to David oh. uh, uh, after that. You know, obviously at this point he's so mind fucked. His identity is so like just been fucked over by his, uh, so, yeah, his parents and the doctor. That yeah, he was he was a lost child. It was a lost mind. Uh, and and actually to go back, his when they were two, the parents sought out John Money because they were. They were mm, a little lost and confused on what to do with um, the the child that was mutilated with the circumcision, because he he wasn't going to be able. The doctors the doctors before they saw money told him he's not going to be able to function as a you know he's not going to be able to have sex he's not going to be able to have, you know all this stuff. So they were at a loss and they saw John Money on TV and these kind of these new um, you know he was pimping out all of his fucking theories. So they decided to pay him a visit, and John Money actually paid these parents. Like they, they were financially rewarded to go along with this, and um, and and made they made they're from Canada. They made yearly visits down to um, to Harvard to visit. Those were the checkups where he did all kinds of just gross things with these with these children. Um, so yeah, like I mean, these parents were lost. They didn't know what to do, and they just went along with like, oh, okay, we'll just. We'll just turn them into a, a a female, and and the original surgery that that which was done at two years old on this child was it was a castration. They took his balls, they took whatever was left of his uh, mutilated penis, 
and they made some sort of like um, they didn't make like a, a real vagina or anything because that was a surgery that was going to have to uh, happen later. They never actually got to that surgery because the parents pushed back on it. They went along with the um, some of the the drugs like the you know the estrogen. So he you know he he eventually developed he developed boobs um, you know but it didn't take obviously because he you know he rejected it always he always rejected it he knew even though he's being raised as a, as a as a young female girl it was always a rejection he would get in fights in school he would show all the signs of a young boy like always all the time um, but it was claimed as a success by john money just because you know he had a theory that he wanted to pimp and he wanted to continue this so he just went along with him and, and tragically like you said they they both killed themselves and it's just a fucking great and this guy is still his teachings are still taught you're if you have kids out there and you're listening they're they are being taught in college these theories that's why these college kids are so wrapped up in this bullshit because they just accept it as norm and that's why we have a whole generation of these young um this young generation that's 20 percent 20 percent of this young generation identifies somewhere on the spectrum because they go along with this bullshit and what's going to happen to the generation after that is going to be 30 percent 35, 40%? Who the fuck knows? Who knows where it goes? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see if the counterculture, you know, rises up against yeah, that. pushback. Uh, yeah, it generally is kind of how we work. You know, if you look at the greatest generation, the cleavers and all that, what came next? Well, the fucking hippies and, you know, all the potheads and everything else. And then what came after that? Oh, my parents were bomb potheads well then <clears throat> then came all the greed in the wall street of the 80s and fucking fine suits and big hair and like and then what came after that fuck all that shit we're gonna wear flannel and holes in our jeans and we don't need all this mm, like, yeah grunge thing kick ass you ain't cool unless you fucking roll up your fucking the bottom of your fucking yeah. jeans and make them real tight and that's we how you know you're cool and this and that and then what <clears> came after <throat> us well the fucking emo crowd that was like, man, Masha's not cool. You know, music's supposed to be like a, an emotion experience. And just like, it's just ever fucking revolving. Just whatever the fucking parents do, the kids are going to find it to be lame. And then mm -hmm. they're going to go the other fucking direction. So hopefully uh, all these people that are cutting their dicks and uh, tits off will breed themselves out. And then what will be left will be normal children. And they'll grow up and they'll see all these freaks on the street. I'm like, yeah, we're not fucking doing any of that shit. We're so, not doing none of that. Yeah. So and they'll be they'll be rebels for just being <sighs> heterosexual. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it, if you haven't if you haven't read up or you know anything on John Money, like I I urge everybody to do that. And one real quick John another John Money story. Like I told you, he was. Um, he thought pedophilia. So money, baby. He's so money, he doesn't even know it. <laughs> oh God! Can we tear down his statue? Like I'm, I'm all for tearing down his statue. He doesn't uh, have a statue, does he? How, but are you fucking kidding me? Are you fuck? He's a, he's worshipped. Where does he have a statue at? Oh, uh, I, I would. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I can almost guarantee you, he has a statue somewhere. He's he he's celebrated. He he's he is this movement's hero. He came up with this whole like before he came along gender was just a language it was just in language like you know there's gender in language he was the first one that brought gender to humans before that it was what, what are you talking about that's just male female that's your sex that's what you are but he brought 
he was the first one to bring it to to um to humans so yeah he is a hero to these people i mean i don't know for sure don't don't quote me on that but i, I almost guarantee you he's got a statue you think but, his picture's on <clears> the uh, nambla handbook <clears throat> what's that the national association man boy love association whatever that is oh the the maps uh uh minor attracted people yeah it's now they're it's nambla nate n-a-m-b-l-a national association of men boy lovers Oh, I'm so I'm so happy to hear there's there's multiple organizations like this because oh, I know Nambla's been around forever. Dude. <clears throat> well, I, well, Maps is one that I know about. Minor attracted people. So I am I just love living in a world where we have multiple organizations of pedophiles. Isn't that great? <laughs> Isn't yeah. that a good time to be alive? It's funny. Nambla was actually mentioned in the article that I read <clears throat> about this dude. Um, that he he was actually basically kind of like their patron saint a little bit because you know he. Said pedophilia is okay. They're like, hey, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. That was the other story I was gonna do. Is like, uh, plus, I first heard about Namla, if I'm being honest, from South Park. It was a very hilarious episode. I thought it was a bit. I didn't know that that was a real thing. <clears throat> I thought that it was just, you know, South Park being South Park, especially being man boy love or so. Like, I was like, okay, that's of course it's South Park. <laughs> no, that's a real fucking group of fucking sickos. They're good. South Park's always been real good at, um, you know, using using a little. I mean, that's what satire is. You know, you 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 poke fun at things by using the truth and making it funny to expose that it. Was like fifteen years ago too. It was an older episode. <clears throat> well, I mean, they have been on the cutting edge for a very long time. So hats off to yeah. South Park. Car Carmen was. He thought he was getting too mature to be with his young friends i guess i think he got like a pube or a couple of pubes or something <laughs> so he thought he was just too cool uh -huh. for he's like i need to find some older guys to hang out with you guys are too mature for me so he went i was like how do you make friends with older men mm. he's like oh this is, here's a chat room or whatever he's like yeah he's I've like, seen oh. this one. <laughs> <laughs> he's like hello i am a 10 year old boy and i want to <laughs> Uh, hang out with older guys and it was like bing 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 bing, 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 bing. he's like oh yeah it's pretty cool i'm very popular yeah look at all these cool guys man hang out with me <laughs> oh my god i love south park um so yeah john money because he was into pedophilia uh i don't actually i don't know if he was actually into it personally or if he was just fascinated by it usually people that are this much no. in dude no Okay, that's what right. I was going to say. Nobody goes to this much trouble. That's right. the same thing with all this fucking trans shit and all these politicians pushing it and all the corporate elite pushing it. It's it's not even a secret. It's been widely known for a long time. The most, the highest of the aristocracy of every society since the mm -hmm. beginning of time fucks children. For what is reason. A that is a fucking flaw. Like if I was to, if we were to have, you know, we bring on guests occasionally, if I could bring on Jesus or God himself, my first question would be like, that's a tough booking. That's a tough book. Yeah. We'll have to talk to somebody about that. Uh, but <laughs> <clears throat> that's a human flaw. Like you said, it, at least in this iteration of humans that, that we know of in the history of it, what the fuck is that? Jesus. What would you say we're doing here with that? Um, other than you know, uh, I mean, the, I mean, the devil's at play too. So I don't know if that's just you know a good versus evil type of thing. But like, my God, like that. You're right. Like, no matter where you study history, that is a constant. 
Yeah. That so. is the one that <clears throat> is the one constant. And so <clears throat> it's been no secret, even in modern times in this society, the highest of the highs. But it's always been shunned. It's always been shunned yes. and in the background and like something that's frowned upon, heavily frowned upon. But I think now they're so petrified that obviously <clears> in the age of information that all of this is going to leak out. All the photos, all the documents, all their secrets are going to come spilling out. So they're trying to normalize this as much as possible ahead of time. So that mm -hmm. is why this movement is being pushed so hard. Because again, why? why? What is the motivation other than something in return for them okay trans people they're not rich right they're not very productive generally in society like you said they have mental issues they're not ceos of companies they're not like these world <clears throat> leaders they're not getting things from them financially kind of trans people right okay like but not because so, pedophiles are yes no okay. but i'm saying all of the elite of the elite are supporting these people that have nothing oh, to okay. offer them financially right. and power there's only very few things that motivate these people money power and you know control. access you know control mm -hmm. so if you have none of that to offer what do you have to offer oh we can use these assholes as a vehicle to normalize the shit that we've been fucking all these kids because <clears throat> eventually the beans are going to fucking spill <laughs> and we don't want to seem like monsters so if we put this out there like it's just fucking normal we can just keep on skating right through this shit so whenever um, I lead the second American Revolution and we're strapped <laughs> to the fucking gills with ARs and I'm going to be out there like Melly Gibson and the fucking it, Patriot waving. If this back. ever gets, <laughs> if this ever gets mainstreamed, I'm telling you, let's all just arm up and just start walking to the streets and shoot every single one of these people in the head and keep moving. Like there, there's no cure for this. There's never been a cure for this. No. Is that, has there ever in the history of pedophilia been like, oh, I'm fine now. I don't like to fuck little boys or little girls. No, there's no cure. You just, you you know, sometimes you got to just arrange the meeting between the creator and the creation and let them let them deal with it. Because that's, I mean, whether it's a, whether it's the devil at play, whether it's a, uh, a um, I don't know, like a, something went wrong in the wiring. I don't, I don't really know, but there is no fix to it that we have currently. Um, so yeah, if that ever happens, yeah, that's go time. That's when we just wipe them all out. And I hate to, I hate to promote murder, but that's this is, this is I mean, you know, like I feel like in this case is justified. I think at this point of the disclaimer <laughs> that the thoughts and uh, ideas from Longhorn do not necessarily represent the Revolution Network yeah. or its affiliates. Yeah, just uh, get behind me. We'll go. <laughs> just, just fucking and let's not waste bullets, man. man make sure your aim's right. Let, let's we ammunition ammunition's going to be a uh, uh, we need it. There's a lot of them, so let's do let's do just do the double tap. You know, maybe a double tap to the head. We'll we'll move on. <laughs> double tap, zombie land. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Like, that's the, that's the only thing I can think. Like, there's no other logical reason. Just, it's the same way that the COVID thing. If you look at the COVID thing, why? Why did they push so hard for the masks, for the control, for the shutdown, giving everybody money, just trying to placate everybody? Because they knew eventually that it was going to come out that we funded gain of function for a disease or for whatever that shut down the whole fucking world so they had to institute fear control 
and and point paint every person that pointed them as crazy conspiracy theorists, uh, right wing nuts, you know, Trumpsters, whatever they wanted to call us, anything, anything, anything but legitimate, and this demonize us and demonize and demonize us because they knew eventually everybody was going to find out the fucking truth. They knew it. That's why they pushed January 6th so fucking hard. They knew eventually that fucking footage was going to come out. The footage was already out literally the day that it fucking happened. Everybody, they just got whitewashed or whatever. It It's the only thing that makes sense. Why are they pushing this so fucking hard? It's because that's what they have to gain. It's just the cut. Just like this Mooney, money guy, he's obviously a fucking pedophile. And he wanted to normalize his own fucking activity. Yeah. So then when he got busted, if he ever got busted, yeah, eh, no big deal, man. Yeah, that's what, let me finish that story because uh, I, I feel like we've exhausted money uh, pretty strong. He, I think everybody no, can... No, Biden has exhausted money. Yeah, he's yeah he's exhausted our money. He's, uh, he's exhausted money so badly that money fucking quit this week. Like, money <laughs> literally walked into work and said, you know what, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. I don't work here anymore. And money quit. Yeah. It's, we're in bad times. What was that old Seinfeld bit? He had it. He's like, like people are always telling me I need to put my money to work. Oh, you need to put your money to work. You need to put your money. He was like, I think you need to leave my money alone. All right, I work hard enough. He's like, my money doesn't need to work. He's like, and what happens if my money gets fired? He's like, I go to the bank. I'm like, hey, I'd like to see my money. You still work here? Oh no. Your money doesn't work here anymore. It's like, no, no, you, you're talking about my money? He's like, you sure you remember? It's like, oh, I remember your money. <sighs> Was it a problem? We had to let mm. it go. <laughs> when you're when you're doing Seinfeld stories, all I can think about is how terrible laugh tracks are. And like, and if you remove laugh tracks from a lot of these 90s shows, like. Well, um, Seinfeld was gold, though. Oh, it was like, it's a great show, but I can't. I, I, I have a hard time yeah, watching the la- these. The laugh, the laugh tracks kill me. I cannot, yeah. uh, uh, like, um, well, all of them. All of them from the 90s. They're just, just here's where you laugh. Yeah. Here's where you laugh. Here's where you laugh. That's why when Curb, like, Curb is still my favorite, and I'll get to the money story. I'll, I'll keep putting yeah. up. Curb is still my favorite comedy show. Same, same creator, Larry David. It's so much more funnier because it's so situational and it's quicker because it's not waiting on waiting on laugh tracks. There's not this like if you take out a laugh track. Have you ever watched these on YouTube uh, shows without the laugh the laugh track taken out? Yeah, it's fucking terrible. It is because uh, they're just sitting there. They obviously they, they know when the laugh tracks. So there's there's long pauses. It's like, and then they do more. To whereas curb, it's moving, it's flowing, it's natural, it's situational. So much fucking better. That's why um, Sunny's always been. One of my favorite ones. Oh yeah, another another good example. Yeah, and you remember the episode where they did the two old the old lady house where they filmed Charlie and Max mom they were living together. <laughs> yeah, and they made it into a show, and Dennis added the laugh track. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It was fucking great. Yeah. So so anytime anybody talks about you know the Seinfeld or some of the other great shows, and they were great. Uh, I just I can't watch them anymore. They it's so all sad. Were great. Like they put them in all of them, and a lot of them were cringe. But like you know, Friends obviously was funny. Friends is another one. Yeah, it's, it's a good was, show, you know, but 
So anyways, John Money with the pedophile thing, he actually, there was another, it wasn't necessarily an experiment, it was more of a project, I guess you would call it. He had, he would take pedophiles who have, who have um, they're not in prison anymore, but they were convicted pedophiles, he would bring them in, he would get their stories, interview them, do, take all kinds of notes on like what they did, how they did it, why, you know, just figuring out everything of how the pedophile brain would tick. And it's reported that he would actually, he would knowingly send them out, quote unquote, either send or they would just go out and do what they would naturally would do because they're pedophiles, go rape more children, come back to him and report on these rapes. It's just, <laughs> I cannot stress to you how disgusting, like I hope he's burning in hell. I hope someone put him there with a bullet in the head, but I know they didn't. Like he is one of the worst human beings to ever come across uh you know humankind and he's celebrated once again not to belabor the point but he is celebrated from you people on the left he is one of your heroes he's one of the you know the fathers of this gender movement and he is he i hate him i just i hate him both Cephas. uh yeah that's pretty terrible i actually tweeted out a photo today it was uh drew barrymore Oh. Kneeling at the feet of uh, whoever that dude is, Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. was like, okay, so these chicks went from me too to kneeling at the feet of men. Like, I swear to God, women can't make up their fucking minds. That fucking bothered <laughs> me. That really bothered me a lot too, because I really like Drew Barrymore. Like, I've I've yeah. always liked her. She's a kind of that girl next door vibe. Girl next door vibe. Even her show, like the clips that I've seen. I'm like, okay, she's normal. She's she's just a normal person. She's gone through normal. She's she's very uh you know, transparent about some of the the things that she's gone through, the things that she still suffers from. She doesn't drink anymore because she obviously she grew up as a child, you know, star and had all those issues. I just she's an easy person to like, and to see her, even someone like that, get sucked into this, it's like ah man, like. Why? Why are why when are we gonna get to the point where everybody sees what most of us do see? I just it's frustrating. I don't know. Yeah, that is disappointing. She's always been like I mean, she's of our generation. She was the little girl in ET. Like we all saw that as kids. You know, anybody in Generation X saw that movie as a kid. It was a magic <sighs> do you have movie. A, do these people have a choice? Like like if like producers, like if you if you're Oprah or Drew, you know, Drew Barrymore or Ellen or whatever, like when, when these producers say, Hey, we, we've got, uh, we got a, a man who thinks he's a woman, Dylan Mulvaney. He's very popular on TikTok, blah, blah, blah. Does she have the control and power to say, um, yeah, that's not really for me. I mean, I don't see how she wouldn't, uh, she is Drew Barrymore and Oprah literally can move a mountain if she wanted to. So she, yeah. she has her so, own fucking network. All right, so then, so then, I'm sorry, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, you are you're you're crawling up that murder Mount Rushmore mountain. Okay, I'll put you up there. Nah, like, you can't do that to Drew Barrymore. All right, fine, I'll back off. But, but stop, stop fucking around, Drew Barrymore. You better stop it right now. She really, I, golly, uh, yeah, I had such a huge crush on her too, and the wedding singer. Oh, she's she's yeah, because she's she's imperfect. That's yeah. that's what that's what's a. Uh, attractive about her is she's imperfect but has a beautiful personality and and just very inviting uh person uh, yeah it, it kind of it kind of broke tits. my heart huge tits huge huge ass huge tits kind of broke my heart to see her um literally 
bow down to the transgender movement. Ugh, that hurt me. That would hurt me, Drew. I just, I just don't know. Like that, that's the, and I, I talked about this on, uh, not this episode, this week. I mean, the week before, like, you know, the the U.S. men's national weightlifting team lost that lawsuit, and now they have to, or so the women's, they have to let men lift weights, you know, on the Olympic team. Uh, which, mean. again, like I said on the episode, I am an American, so go USA. We need to go fucking win that gold, baby. Well, uh, they're going to get it now for sure. Do, are the other countries going to do it? I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> what? But, I mean, Russia's been doing that for years, let's be honest. Uh, what is <laughs> what is a woman at this point? Like, what is a woman then? And where are you at? Where are you at, feminists? That's where my, are you at? That's my point is, like, women online are complaining about, you know, why can't somebody do something about this? And, like, when they say somebody, they mean us. Why can't the guys? They're like, no, dude, fight mm-hmm. your own shit. Mm-hmm. Like, if you guys want to fucking stand up for yourself, we're behind you. But we're not leading you this time because you are women. <sighs> It, this whole thing is your fault. It's your fault because there is third zero, wave. Third wave feminism took this over, and you lost it. You lost it. Zero point zero percent chance that this movement would be going on if it if it needed dudes to get out in front and lead it because we wouldn't do it. We wouldn't do it. You know, I don't teach their own. They can do whatever they want to do, but I'm not marching in the street for you fucking freaks. Wait, that's, wait, that's what are you not happening? So. Say that again? We're not going to lead the fight against what? We would not be leading the trans movement for them progressing forward. Women, oh, fuck no. Yeah. I know. Women okay. Women enabled this. Women pushed this forward. Women yeah. brought this whole movement forward mm-hmm. into the light because without them, they don't get this entryway into <clears throat> you know, the rest of society. They're, they're a fringe population. They would stay a fringe population because if it was up to us, we're not fucking celebrating. You can go fuck yourself. We don't get celebrated. Nobody's marching for us. So go fuck yourself. I would I would like to offer my services to lead the counter-revolution against this, um, but it will cost you um, the ultimate prize um, to go along with this for you uh, for you straight normal women. It's gonna be uh, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna need some payment, and I don't mean money. Don't mean money. Oh man, they're gonna have to stand up for themselves. Is the only thing that's gonna ever stop it. And stand up, lay down. Either way, we can. I'll take it either way. You, it's you, just you so can, amazing. You can sit, stand, lay. I don't. I'll take it up however you got it. <laughs> I mean, are we even ten years? Are we even ten years past the Me Too that took so many people down? Me Too. Right. Um, it's, up. It feels like about eight years ago. I would say yeah. seven, eight years. Like we're not even a decade removed from every woman galvanizing together and literally canceling every man on the planet i mean they canceled z's and zari because he sucked at Hmm. you know having sex and you know what get here guess what when the me too movement came out you know who had about another eight year reign people like harvey um uh is it harvey weinstein yeah yeah they didn't go after them it was just like it was no, like that, that's the main dude they went after. Eventually, I mean the I mean when it first started, it was like just whispers, but like it wasn't like they went after the big ones right away. So and it took forever for them to get him forever. And and the two women, the two actresses that came out initially against him, they were shunned. 
Yeah. Like any, anybody that whispered that was like, oh, well, you're never working in Hollywood again. Congratulations. Yeah. But eventually the women got behind the movement and it went somewhere and then it went way too fucking far. Yeah. They should have just stopped. They always do. He should have just been like, look, we got it. We don't have to like have sex on a casting catch, catch anymore to get a part. We got it. We won. But no, Alyssa Milano, she can't, she can't allow that. She's just going to keep on pushing. Keep on pushing. I mean, poor Aziz. Like, of all the things to get canceled for, that's the most embarrassing shit ever. And it's partly his fault for apologizing and then running and hiding. Mm -hmm. You know, and then he came out and did that one special and he was like, you know, and he wasn't his self. He wasn't like the little, you know, yelling and little fiery Indian guy. He was. It like, broke him. It broke him. Yeah, you got like yeah. Okay, another lesson. We're we're all going through this, you know, together. It's all new things. Do not ever apologize to these woke idiots because number one, they're not going to accept your apology. They're going to fucking break you anyways. If you stand up to it and say, remember when Tarantino? I remember when someone was coming after him about uh, a woman's role and is like, what do you? How do you feel about uh, you know the the lack of women? And he and he just he's like his line was. I just reject your premise altogether. I just altogether reject your premise and moved on. Like, do not apologize. Reject them. Make fun of them. Whatever you need to do, they'll go away. Because that's yeah. the thing. is like they feed off of your apology. You think you're, you're kowtowing to them and they'll, and they'll accept you? No. You're feeding them and they'll just keep attacking you until you're completely gone. So you just you just ignore them. You make fun of them. Reject them completely. And they'll move on to the next thing. They're parasites. They'll, they'll move on to where they get fed. Right. If you don't feed them, they're moving. Yeah, and the, and the people that are doing heinous shit, like the Weinstein guy or whatever, like, yeah, take them down. They need to go to prison. And yeah. you guys Agreed. don't, you know, that doesn't need to be a practice. I can't believe it really ever was that this late in the game. I mean, you know, back in the day, I'm sure. Yeah. But, you know, this late in the game, like, I can't even believe that was still even a possibility of fucking going on. But then, like I said, they never just, they, I swear to God, I think that women probably are the head of, like, every job union, too. Because they never just do just what you're supposed to do. They always keep pushing and pushing mm -hmm. and pushing until, you know, a guy that fucking stands by a conveyor belt and does this. Mm -hmm. Watch his part. He makes $65 an hour. Yeah, but oh, his yeah. shitty apartment cost I don't know five thousand dollars a month, so he still lives in poverty. He yeah, makes one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year and can't afford fucking green beans. Like, mm -hmm. it, they always push to the point where it's just so far past what is actually necessary to take care of the initial problem, evil, whatever it is. Vanquish that, set a rule of standards in place so that that cannot come back, and then move the fuck on. It's kind of like when you get in an argument with a woman. It can never just be like solve the just the, oh, what's the problem? No. At, what problem do we have? Let's let's fix this little problem and then move on. No, no, no. Not only we go back in time to to, to prior problems, we go into the future to future possible problems. And I don't know. Maybe we maybe we touch on the current problem. Maybe we don't. We package it. We save it for later. It's just it's just a. It never fucking ends with these women. You only get about halfway <laughs> to the actual solution of the current issue. And then once she sees that you're making a common sense headway to resolving, <sighs> but she's not done being upset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the hypotheticals come out, oh, the fucking yeah. past.
future. She's like oh, yeah. the fucking uh, Ebenezer Scrooge of fucking arguments, <laughs> like fucking yeah. arguments, past, yep. present, and future. They all, all show up. In, yeah, they all fucking show up. You're in the middle of a fucking argument Christmas carol. <sighs> and then for the next two days, it's just like, what the fuck? Thank God they smell good and have juicy tits and ass. My God. <laughs> I love you women. It's the only thing that saved this species. That's for mm. sure. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? That's it for me, bud. All right, boys and girls. Well, that was another episode of the Bastards of Babylon. Please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the Revolution Network. You get this show, the Bastards of Babylon. You get the football and freedom show, my buddy Longhorn. I mean it with me and the football glory hole, obviously. And we'll be coming back pretty soon uh, with some. We're going to Kansas stuff. City, bitch. Yeah, we're going to Kansas City. The draft. We'll be documenting that. And uh, again, uh, if you guys have heard the new ad out there, let us know what you think uh, of it. It's getting some really good feedback and really good impressions uh, all over the place. So we're very happy with that so far. Um, yeah, man. Just uh, we really appreciate the support and appreciate the listens. And um, we're just gonna keep on fucking rolling. So uh, keep on keeping on. We'll see you guys next week.